Good morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor on Tuesday the 6th of June and uh, a morning where Boris Johnson has won his vote of no confidence but only by 59%, 41% voted against him uh, and they had no time to muster their forces. It was 148 versus 211 which just happens to be the two buses that stop outside Parliament. Uh, funny that, the bus is predicting the vote. Anyway, Paul, how are you this morning? <laughs> that is pretty odd. Buses predicting the vote. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I'm well, thanks. Very good. Right, let's crack on to mining, where we don't have the ins and outs of Boris Johnson. Uh, let's start. Uh, we got more great news coming out of Atlantic Lithium, isn't there? Yeah. Shanghai, Shanghai Mining Club member, by the way. So we, we love all the Shanghai Mining Club members. That's right. And uh, Atlantic lithium, which is uh, lithium pegmatites on the coast uh, near uh, uh, near the coast of Ghana in West Africa. This is metallurgical test results indicating that the uh, pegmatite or thereate well, responds well to uh, standard uh, separation uh, techniques of heavy liquids or dense media separation to produce uh, suitable uh, spodumene concentrate of uh, better than 6%. So um, in that sense, uh, no surprises, uh, I think is the best way to put it there. Uh, and uh, all, all things are still go as far as uh, the uh, progress and speed to, to get this a really sizable deposit uh, into development. We need to get this one up and running because the price of lithium is still staying remarkably firm, isn't it? Um... And also, actually, whilst talking of, of strong commodity prices, have you been following Paul, all these uh, lawsuits against the uh, London Metals Exchange? Uh, two have come out now, Elliott and another one now, a trading company. Um, and the whole story about how a Chinese billionaire tried to basically rig the market and got it wrong. And it does feel a little bit like the Hong Kong Stock Exchange is trying to protect Chinese billionaire, and I think they will lose all of these cases. This could be an absolute disaster for the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. I don't know if you've been following that, Paul. I have been following that as the press releases come out, and what it was uh, for the benefit of the uh, listeners is uh, the uh, LME essentially halted trading on a particular day uh, because the Chinese uh, trader was so exposed to the to the uh, price rises because they were short the market in nickel, and uh, as a result. Uh, this uh, company that the billionaire uh, owns uh, would have suffered really significant losses if those trades that had been forced to go through. Uh, but uh, it is the practice of the Chinese government, essentially, when they get embarrassed about somebody getting into financial difficulties, uh, particularly when it comes to the stock markets, they uh, do act in order to protect financial interests in that regard, which isn't allowed in Western markets. Uh, it does demonstrate that, yes, we have to be careful what we say, uh, that there are slightly different rules uh, in, in different markets, shall we say. Uh, the group was Xingxiang Holdings Corp, run by Jiang Guangda, suddenly Chinese billionaire. Anyway, uh, moving on from that, um, that was more of interest. Let's go back to news this morning. Paul, what other news have you got? Oh, we have Amor Minerals, which has uh, released an updated, uh, essentially independent, or essentially a feasibility study by state, uh, Russian state-approved consultants, uh, update on the uh, Kunmani nickel sulfide open pit deposit there in Far East Russia. 
they came up with an internal rate of return of about 15.6%, but this is a doubling of the size of the operation uh, from what had been previously proposed. So we're talking about 12.4 million tons to be treated as opposed to six in the prior study. And that accounts for the difference in size uh, and, and uh, therefore the um, uh, initial build capex uh, up here at 1.9 billion dollars uh, is the uh, est informal estimate the formal numbers uh, weren't a part of this uh, study uh, but they would uh, come out later and uh, i think uh, the purpose of this is just to put some uh, uh, solid numbers around the scope and scale of the Kumani deposit because uh, Amur does have to sell it, uh, being uh, given the geopolitical uh, sanctions against Russia at this point. Yeah, unfortunately, it's in Russia. The only people who can buy it are basically the Russians and the Chinese. The stock price obviously has, has completely collapsed. Um, and actually, it's, it's sadly probably pretty worthless now because um, as I say, only the Russians and the Chinese can buy it, and they know it. Um, but I guess the company will try and turn itself into a shell and move on to something else. Uh, OK, uh, we also, just for what it's worth, we have the BMO Capital Markets Rare Earth um, uh, virtual conference today, we? where two of the Shanghai Mining Club members, Pensana and Makango Resources, are presenting. Uh, Rare Earth still very much in the limelight. Talking to the Shanghai Mining Club, I think we have now come to um, Almost a decision with the uh, mining and dubber team, and also of course one-to-one uh, -one mining, which mining and dubber have bought. Uh, and it looks like we'll be holding a, a sort of virtual conference, but holding it actually in Sydney, so that we're on a live time frame uh, with Beijing on Friday, October the 13th. More news will be coming out on that soon as we confirm things. Uh, any other mining news you want to comment on this morning, Paul? Yes, I think it's important to mention this uh, press release out by TSX listed BC gold mine developer Skeener Resources uh, that they there has been granted a historic consent-based uh, decision-making agreement with the Taltan First Nations uh, there, which is the First Nations uh, involved around the uh, Skeena. SK Creep and, and SNP Mines redevelopments, uh, SNP being a joint venture with Hawkschild and Skeena being a whole owner of SK Creek. The, the importance, I think, from this standpoint is that it does uh, give the wording that the Taltan Nation has, quote unquote, the right to manage uh, the uh, decisions being made at the operating level at the mine. And that uh, kind of wording is, I think, unique uh, because it does adopt the um, first principles as proposed by the United Nations Declaration on Rights of Indigenous Peoples uh, toward um, mining operations or um, extraction of natural resources. And uh, uh, frankly, that uh, is uh, something which most countries uh, in natural resource uh, private companies have not yet adopted because they think it uh, might uh, cause uh, interference at later times as far as operating decisions are concerned. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, watch this space, as they say. Um, okay, anything else, Paul, as you call it, though, then? That'll be it for me. Very good. We'll speak tomorrow. See you then.